0: Well,
1: it's about time. John, where have you been?
0: Oh, I just took a couple of days off to... Now, wait a minute. Who are you?
1: This is Harry Branson at Philadelphia Mutual Liability and Casualty Insurance Company.
0: Harry, where have you been? What? Well, do you know it's been six or seven months since you've called me in on something? No,
1: no. It's only been a little over five months. Uh, Five and a half months, I should say. As a
0: matter of fact, it's only five months. Okay, days. okay, Harry. So where have you been? Well,
1: as a matter of fact, I've been right here in my office at Philadelphia Mutual, here on Walnut Street. here. Uh-huh. In... John, you're trying to change the subject.
0: Yeah? From what?
1: Why, from the insurance matter that has me concerned at the moment.
0: What insurance matter? The
1: one I'm calling about, of course.
0: Harry. After all, it was you
1: who insisted that we sell him the
0: policy. Oh, it was, huh? So for the life of me, I
1: still can't believe that that's
0: his true, his legitimate name. Smokey Sullivan. Well, it's as true and legitimate as any... Smokey? Well, what about him? John. Yeah? Well?
1: I told you it was only because of your stubborn insistence that we agreed to ensure that that underworld character.
0: Okay, okay. So what's happened to him?
1: Has something happened to him, John?
0: Well, has it? I don't know. Well, if you don't know... Harry for... Harry you see what you can do about it. But you, you, you haven't told me about what. Good heavens, man, do I have to give you a printed diagram, spell out everything? Okay, okay, Harry, I'll grab a train, maybe a plane, I'll be down there to see you.
1: Well, now, I don't know that that's at all necessary.
0: It is, if I'm to get any sense out of you.
2: Why, John? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the Philadelphia Mutual Liability and Casualty Insurance Company, Home Office, Philadelphia, investigation of the real sea matter. In spite of the way he sounds, in spite of his being a literal-minded, excitable worrywart, Harry Branson is a good insurance man. Whatever he lacks in, well, imagination spark, he more than makes up for a methodical attention to every detail of his office operation. Paradoxically, then, except for Harry himself... Philly Mutual's home office ticks along like a smooth running watch If I was promised an assignment at 9 o'clock of a Monday morning Believe me, it was never a second late Now was there ever any question about the size of my fee or expense account So long as it was justified Which is one reason I always jumped at the chance to take on a case from Philly Mutual And now if my old friend Smokey Sullivan was in trouble Okay then Expense account, item one, 1425, taxi out to Bradley Field, plane to Philadelphia, taxi into Harry Branson's office on Walnut Street. Okay, Harry, what's it all about?
1: John, John, I tried to tell you over the phone it was not necessary for you to come on down here. What
0: you told me over the phone didn't make any sense.
1: And I suppose you'll expect the company to pay your expense account?
0: Ah. well, we shall just see about that. Oh, now, wait a minute. Yes? Well? Well? Now, look, Harry, if something serious has happened to Smokey Sullivan...
1: Did I say anything like that over the telephone?
0: Well, I'm sure you didn't waste your company's precious money on a long-distance call just to say good morning to me. Of course not. And you did mention Smokey.
1: I certainly did. Well, come on, Harry. What's it all about? Arsonist. Thief racketeer mixed up in oh. more unlawful, illegal, sordid crimes, Barry. and by his own admission, too. Well, so what
0: if he was? He isn't anymore. I would you're you right,
1: John. I, I certainly hope you're well, right. Well, I am right. But he did have a record. Oh, and why a fine, conservative, respectable old company like Philadelphia Barry. Mutual. Why you should demand that we issue a combination life and
0: accident policy on such a, such a person. What's the matter? You know off your rocker or I something? I beg your pardon. Don't you realize that your company and half of dozen others all over the country. ought to be proud to serve a guy like Smokey. Guy. Insure him for nothing, too, and for as much as he wants.
1: John, a company hardly prospers by doing a thing like that.
0: Harry, don't you read the reports on my investigations? Of course, I... Don't you know that two out of the last four cases I've handled for this grand and glorious company of yours would never have been solved if it hadn't had Smokey Sullivan's help? Of course, I know... If it hadn't been for his knowledge of the underworld and cities all over the country, his contacts there, do you think I would have gotten to first base, flushed out those crooks, saved your company a lot of precious money? Well, of course, I... At each time, Smokey was risking his neck to give me a hand. Now, you remember that. Well, of course, I... Sure, sure, you've been all for it, his giving me and you a hand in these things. But when it comes to giving him a little lousy insurance protection... Well, of course, I... Of course you what? Well, I'm sure he deserves every consideration. You bet he does. But
1: a man like him, with a past record like his, I I mean, all the figures... The actuarial table... Show
0: that he's a pretty poor risk, huh?
1: Exactly. All right,
0: right, all right. So maybe I am, too, in this job of mine. ...the services you perform for us and the... Oh. Yeah, oh.
1: Then good, I did the right thing.
0: Yeah? What's good about refusing to draw up a policy for Smokey Sullivan?
1: But I did issue one. Oh, you... You did? I admit it was only because of your insistence. But now
0: that you've explained
1: why... Well, John, I, I I might suppose it was the right thing. Well,
0: sure it was. And, Harry, I, uh...
1: Well, I, I'm sorry I blew my top. You're perfectly understandable. But, John, I said I must it was all right. I meant except for one thing.
0: Oh? Well, what's that mean?
1: Well, I'm afraid your trusted friend, Smokey... Well, ha- have you seen this morning's paper? Oh. Here. Here, John.
0: Thanks. I see you're still reading the Philadelphia... What's
1: this? Yes that item I put a circle around but I
0: oh no 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 Harry
2: no this can't be right And now Act two of yours truly Johnny Dollar and the real Smoky matter.
0: the whole news item. Toy factory. Burned to the ground.
1: And I'm afraid your dear trusted friend, Smokey Sullivan. Millersburg
0: Toy Company. Total loss. Certain proof of arson. Yes, John? Captain Oscar Fletcher of the arson squad states that the unusual technique employed <laughs> indicates beyond a shadow of a doubt it is the work of a man who, although he is not known to have operated in this area since serving a prison term some years ago, True, true. is unquestionably the work of Oh, no, Harry, this is wrong.
1: I'm afraid not, John. That fire was set by Smokey Sullivan.
0: You mean the arson squad is going to pin this on him because whoever did it happened to use a method that... No, no, I won't believe it. You didn't read the rest of the item. Why bother if they think I'm going to let him pin it on Smokey just You'd because You'd better he... read it, John. Why?
1: I mean about the body they found in the ashes. Body? The police are certain that it's Smokey.
0: Oh, no. Oh, yes. All right, look, look. Maybe Smokey was a torch man. Maybe Smokey was a lot of things before he went. straight. And that
1: distinctive ring they found on one hand of the bottom. So body? what? So what the same ring known to have been returned to
0: Sullivan following his term in Danamora prison. So what? Doesn't mean a thing. Smokey would no more. Here's another he'd go to his way, you were coming up. for one wanted enough to get caught in one of his own fires.
1: Well now, of course that's something Yeah,
0: sure. That's something you would know about, but I would. And I know it's ridiculous. Just as ridiculous as this Captain Fletcher deciding the job was done by Smokey. John Fletcher is considered
1: one of the top men...
0: Fletcher's a jerk. Oh, Harry, what are we arguing about? All we have to do is get hold of Smokey, let him prove he didn't do it.
1: Get hold of him. That's right. That is the trouble, John. What do you mean? You gave us not one, but several addresses for
0: him. Well, sure I did. I told you he moves around a lot, never stays in one place. I know. That's why he's been so valuable to me, because... Anywhere in the country, Harry. Tried
1: to wherever I had a problem, him, John, to get his policy. To I him. mean, wherever he
0: knew he but could help me. But we couldn't locate him. Yeah, Smokey's always come up. He always. You haven't been able to find him. No. But Harry, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure that one of the addresses. No, I No, here...
1: John. We've tried for weeks at every one of them. He has simply disappeared from his usual haunts. And when I told the police this morning before oh, I called sure, you... Oh, sure,
0: sure. They probably said it was because he was hiding out here in Philadelphia, getting ready to pull this job.
1: Exactly. Well, I tell you they're crazy. I hope you're right, John. I'm sure I am. But unless you can find Smokey's Solomon... Okay, so I'll find him. Good.
0: How? Yeah. How? I took a taxi, that's item 2, 75 cents, over to Central Headquarters. And I make no bones about it. I had a big, fat chip on my shoulder for Captain Oscar Fletcher for blabbing out his stupid theory about Smokey Sullivan. I was all prepared with a lot of questions, loaded questions for him, and a few well-chosen remarks about his methods, ability, character, and general intelligence are lack of it. But when I met him, I realized this was a mighty able man, the kind who doesn't go off half-cocked. And when he led me down into the morgue. I know, Dollar. I realized it just as
3: well as you do. That modus operandi could have been used by any one of a dozen known firebugs, present as well as past. Then all
0: right, then, Captain. But
3: I also realized that naming a suspect would put the others off guard.
0: Well, yes. So
3: the minute we decided it was arson, I named Smokey Sullivan. I knew he'd be acceptable as a suspect. So before we even found the body... But now
0: now that he's served his time now that he's trying to make up for the old days don't you see fletcher he doesn't deserve this sort of treatment now that he's on our side doesn't he well why hurt him now now that he's on the level
3: dollar i I brought you down to look at the body what's left of
2: it it
0: oh yeah sure why not but i know don well it's fletcher that's right The same... same General Bill. The same...
3: I couldn't believe it myself. No,
0: no, listen, it can't be... I'd spread the word
3: about him for the reason I told you before. Before I saw this. Now, when I did, I couldn't believe it myself.
0: I mean, after all, after what little the fire had left... No, no, it can't be, Fletcher. There must be hundreds of men like this. Thousands of them right here in Philadelphia. Wearing that ring... (laughs) That is Smokey's ring, isn't it? Oh, I know. I never saw another one like it. So? Dollar? Well, there's only one way to prove this isn't Smokey Sullivan... ...by finding him wherever he Now,
3: is. we tried that. Your insurance company tried it. They tried
0: it for weeks. Then I'll try some more, huh?
3: What's the use, Dollar? Arson. Smokey's record. What's left of this body that was found in the ruins... ...and whether it's positively identifiable is beside the cause of that ring whether you like it or not, Dollar,
0: it all adds up. I'm sorry, Fletcher. Yeah,
3: so am I, Dollar.
0: No, no. Hmm? I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't believe it.
2: Are you married? How many children do you have? Some people resent being asked such personal questions. They resent it even when a census is being taken. Would you... Or do you know that our Constitution requires the taking of a census every ten years? And do you know that the purpose of the census is to find out how many people are living in each state? For our Constitution guarantees each state the right to send members to the House of Representatives in accordance with the size of its population. A little state may have only one. For the men who wrote our Constitution sought to make our government one that will represent all of the people all of the time, so that your country and mine Shall be our country under God. And now, Act Three of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar.
0: Item three over the next four days is $81 for room and aboard. More important, though, during the time, is $116 for phone calls and telegrams to friends, newspaper men, police departments all over the country. Anyone I could think of who might be able to help me locate Smoky Sullivan. Nothing. Okay, Smokey had gotten restless again, as he had many times before. But always before, he told me, told me where he was going. Yeah, yeah, maybe he tried to call me after I'd left Hartford. So one of those calls went to my answering service up there. No word from him. And there was always that body in the morgue. So unless I could somehow prove Smokey was alive, locate him. But how? And the only time that Smokey had ever contacted me was when I was... Well, when I needed... When he thought that maybe... Yeah. <laughs> Item 5, 10 cents for a call to Marty Ross, a top reporter on Philly's biggest morning paper. I told him he'd find a story in exactly half an hour at the corner of 13th and Pine, a story that he ought to give out to all the wire services. Item six, $50, deposit on a rental car. Item seven, a call to headquarters. And I didn't give the desk sergeant my name, only the license of the car I'd hired. Okay then. The first time I drove across the intersection of 13th and Pine against the light, only a few people on the sidewalk noticed it. And of course, some of the cars trying to cross with the light. <laughs> The second time I ran it, though, there was a cop there, and I thought I caught a glimpse of Marty Ross. I made the cop my target, and when I made the pass at him, nearly running him down. Help! Help! It wasn't until the middle of the next morning that he got around to calling on me. All right, Captain.
3: Come on. Thanks, I'll call you. All right, Dollar. What's the big idea?
0: Sit down, Captain.
3: Uh, cigarette? How'd you get those in here?
2: Hmm,
0: old friend of mine. Used you mean uh, Marty Ross? Yeah. The guy that I... dropped in to see me this morning, left a pack of these. Friend.
3: Hmm? Yeah, his story, your crazy stunt, is all over the country by now. Boy, what's the matter with you? Did you go off your rocker?
0: Yeah, it kind of looks that way, doesn't it? Uh, sure you
3: wouldn't like a service? Now, oh, cut out the clowning, will you?
0: Now, you're in trouble, boy. Oh, now, I don't know. Well, I do. Well, now, I thought maybe you, an old friend of mine, could maybe pull some strings and... Oh. out of your mind. Now, why'd you do it, darling? You drunk?
3: No. Is that what you were, because of your worry over Smokey Sullivan?
0: Now, come on, come on. Give. Well, I guess I'd better wait until my hearing before I say anything. Hey, guard. Dollar. You want to let Captain Fletcher out of here? Now, you cut
3: this out, will you? Now, come on, Dollar. Tell me what it's all about. Well, come on. Look, look, Dollar, be sensible about this, will you? Now, how can I give you a hand? That is, assuming that I will. If you don't... Dollar.
0: Here we are, Captain. Dollar foot. Come see me again sometime, will you, Fletch? Well, after two days in that cell, even the guard wouldn't listen to me, just kind of sneered at me. I began to think that maybe I'd overplayed my hand. I asked if he'd get Captain Fletcher back to see me. No response. When he brought in the meals, I argued, I pleaded, I threatened him, reminded him that a citizen has some rights, even in jail. And he walked away as though he didn't even hear me. Then, the morning of the third day, I was handcuffed and led upstairs to a small hearing room, I guess you call it. At any rate, there was a man there in judge's robes and a pretty cold-blooded expression on his face.
4: Your name is Johnny Dollar. Yeah, that's right. Now, your honor, instead of the usual formal hearing, I've decided not to waste any time on your case. Well uh, Honor, maybe it well, it was kind of a crazy stunt. But when I tell you the reason for it. It's no use, Mr. Dollar. These circumstances are the deadly and sibling against the Bart's office. Well, now, what S- is? Or shall I send you back to your cell?
0: Well, now look is this some kind of a Silence. Your Honor Silence. You... Do you call this a
4: hearing? I do not. Well, all right, then. Silence, please. Your caper with that rental car involved more than might have met the eye. Well, it was meant to.
0: Don't you see? Don't you...
4: Yes, sir. That apparent attempt on the patrolman's life. But someone had called headquarters to look out for that car. Someone had also called a newspaper man to be sure Sure, that he now... Just let me finish. Yes, sir. But then the appearance early this morning from somewhere on the west coast, I believe... Of a man we'd been looking for? Uh, Yes, Dollar, Captain Fletcher had been looking for him in spite of the body in the morgue. Then, Judge... Smokey Sullivan came here to help you, as I'm sure you hoped he would.
0: Yeah, yeah, I knew the newspaper reports... Will
4: you please keep quiet? Uh, Yes, sir. Well, Dollar, when Smokey arrived here, Fletcher took him right over to the scene of the fire. Smokey immediately recognized the handiwork of an old crony of his... ...who could almost have passed for his twin. Then... The only other man he ever knew to wear the same kind of ring he wore and still wears. Smokey's waiting in there, by the way, to see you. Then you mean
0: that I'm... That you know I... mean that,
4: I... that you're crazy caper work, Johnny. Conroy, take off his handcuffs. Oh, boy. Judge, you're...
0: You're okay. And you say that Smokey's in the next room...
2: Hi, Joy. Smokey. Yeah.
4: Smokey, you old son of a gun. Yeah.
0: Now, just one minute, Johnny. Yeah. I mean, yes, sir.
4: We're deeply indebted to you for this. It was all done most ingeniously. Well, and as for the traffic violations, mm. you're fine $15. Oh, but no. next time, please, please don't scare one of our patrolmen out of his wits. <laughs> Well, sir, the reunion with Smokey
0: was a dilly, and of course it goes on this expense account, as does a slight gratuity for him and the cost of his trip from the coast and back. Yeah, he's settled out there now. So the total, including my fine and my own trip back to Hartford, $621 even. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.
2: truly Johnny Dollar starring Bob Bailey originates in Hollywood and is written produced and directed by Jack Johnstone heard in our cast were Harry Bartell Stacey Harris Lou Merrill Vic Perrin Tom Hanley and Bill James be sure to join us be Johnny Dollar this is John Wall speaking